The Other Side of the News is a current and dynamic companion to augment the discussions from The Other Side of Midnight. We investigate, explore, and extrapolate facts to gain better understanding of current affairs and events, and thus... To bring comfort and calm to our wide international audience. It's a spontaneous commentary... Based on well-verified references fed through vigilance and discernment. Our desire is to awaken your imagination with questions. Questions that have not been asked, yet need answering. The other side of the news is a place where you can come and be with us in community. Learning new things, asking questions, getting compelling answers, and interesting viewpoints. It's about curiosity. We present thought-provoking questions to incite your mind, propelling you to see the world in another way. Propelling you to see the world in another way. Clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events. Tune in for a balanced view of the other side of the news. Welcome. My name is Timothy Saunders. I'm one of your trio of co-hosts on the 67th edition of The Other Side of the News. I'm speaking to you this early morning from southwest Turkey, which for many of you may be situated on the other side of the globe. As the sun rises here, whichever time zone you are currently experiencing, hopefully you're relaxing into the show and are, well, eager to hear some fascinating insights from our latest guest. I will soon be joined by co-host and producer Kim Diaz, who lives in the Bay Area, together with co-host and researcher Annette Driscoll, who is also currently nearby San Francisco. This show is entitled Holistic Living. As we approach another major global demonstration day, the Freedom March on Saturday the 24th of July, the number of people who continue to awaken to the truth is growing fast. In previous demonstrations, millions of unvaccinated and even some vaccinated people who now feel they have been either misinformed or misled continue to unite, to share truth, and to show the world this wave is gaining an unstoppable momentum. Of course, I'm using the term vaccination in inverted commas. As we have previously discussed ad nauseum, the only reason why this dangerous experimental DNA-altering injection is being dubbed a vaccine is because it makes good use of legislation during fake emergency measures, which empowers the weak puppet governments to offer immunity from any future compensation in relation to adverse reactions, health damage, and death of the test candidates, aka those who have been brainwashed. And this is the very same poison the various prostitute puppet leaders, mainstream health advisors, and authorities are now desperately trying to enforce, not only on adults, but also on our children. Adults should really know better. However, children are generally naturally trusting and not yet sufficiently well experienced to know they are being scammed scammed out of their childhood, scammed out of their freedom, scammed out of their fertility, and in many cases, scammed out of their life. This surely has to be the line in the sand. Surely the people who still buy into this deadly COVID pandemic farce have simply lost their ability to think rationally. With very few exceptions, the people who continue to not get it after some 16 months of tyranny, perhaps they never will. Frustrations aside, the high-altitude view does show millions of people who are now connecting the dots. However, will there be enough, and will they awaken in time? 
This is entirely up to you and how dearly you regard your future lifestyle. During my weekly research, I recently studied the results of some significant bodies of work by Dr. Richard M. Fleming, who presented a four-hour seminar called The Fleming Method. Also, an interesting interview came to light from Dr. David Martin with Rainer Fulmich. Links are posted in my section on our show page. Both present very concise science-led information, which is incredibly revealing and equally damning for all those who conspire to attempt to maintain the illusion of this pandemic. What is interesting is there are some key variations in opinion within these presentations. And while I do note and acknowledge these relative subtle differences, big picture, it is essential we unite against a very clear and present common enemy. There continue to be breakthroughs around the world against the ongoing tyranny. Many will notice as the minority finds it increasingly challenging to force vaccinate their poison against the growing pushback. Their regulations, marketing, and psychological tactics become more strict. This week, on the coattails of the UK's Freedom Day, new restrictions, regulations, and COVID passports are now being planned by the weak puppet leaders to be enforced as early as September. Only a week ago or so, Prime Puppet Johnson was saying Freedom Day would mark the end of all restrictions. This lie is yet another example of how the pandemic strategy has been deliberately planned to wear down the public, to brainwash and psychologically bully individuals to take the jab, or else face further theft of their sovereign rights and their natural-born freedom, all under the excuse of a ridiculous, overblown health hoax, otherwise known as COVID-19. Another interesting podcast makes the case the Spanish flu, which occurred 100 years ago, that apparently infected 500 million and wiped the earth clean of some 50 million innocent lives, which dwarfed the souls lost in the First World War, was also a pandemic. Before you amaneur, potentially rejecting the thoughts with a program knee-jerk reaction, why not make your own due diligence? You will most likely find the Spanish flu had nothing to do with Spain and nothing to do with flu. Interesting. Apparently, the disease emerged from a U.S. military base after soldiers were injected with an experimental vaccination to allegedly protect them against meningitis. Does this sound familiar? Three guesses who was behind that experimental shot. Well, I'll let you know. It's the Rockefeller Institute, of course. The organization that deliberately edited out natural medicine in favor of pushing copyrighted drugs through their licensed doctors who have been indoctrinated with their very profitable and very harmful strategy ever since. They say history is written by the victors. However, the flip side is history can only be remembered by the survivors. While flu has been completely overshadowed by its now famous cousin, COVID-19, with its powerful global marketing team and global sponsors, which include the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and the Gates of Hell Foundation, to name a few, and while the inappropriate RT-PCR is still being wound up and down to suit the minority's agenda, sometimes they want large numbers of cases to generate excuses to validate fake waves or fake variants, and other times they want smaller numbers of cases to generate excuses to create the illusion the experimental injection is actually effective. Just to be clear, the real-life effectivity in those that survive this experimental vaccination and this is a generous interpretation using official sources, is the facts offers between 0.8% and 1.3% more protection against COVID than if you did not take the facts. 
This is a far cry from the 90-something percent the manufacturers and our puppet leaders are suggesting. One more point that caught my eye this week is regarding the VAERS, the official U.S. vaccine adverse event reporting system that parallels the U.K.'s yellow card system, which clearly states in very small print it only reports a fraction of the actual numbers of injuries and deaths. It comes to light there are also a number of parallel official reporting systems which until this week have remained invisible. One of the 10 additional reporting systems in the U.S. claimed to present as many as 45,000 deaths occurred in the U.S. alone within the first few days of the experimental injection being introduced. Clearly, this is breaking news and will need to be validated. However, it may well account why morticians are finally busy since the advent of this experimental vaccination program began. While I'm absolutely not a religious person, I would agree we are currently living a potential end of time scenario. Not the end of humanity, however, the end of life as we know it. While we can never go back, we can absolutely go forward when we wise up and very importantly, discern every nugget of information we allow into our environment. That means doing our own research rather than run to one of the minority's virtual mousetraps, such as fact checkers. It is hilarious how anyone can be so naive and so lazy to simply believe this additional spring of lies in this giant game of pinball. I do hope some more positive progress can be made through legal channels. However, this is clearly a test of the legal system in itself. On one side, there may still be some individuals within the sector who value freedom and human rights. On the other side, these individuals may also have bought into this COVID sheepwalk. You may have noticed this is not just our political systems which have been compromised, but also our legal systems. Therefore, for the time being, the best way to manifest a positive future may be to validate all information we allow to influence us, bring awareness to others on every single occasion, continue to unite with like-minded individuals to build communities, and most of all, exercise peaceful non-compliance to all pandemic mandates, and in particular with regard to the experimental poison injection. This is nothing short of deliberate bio-warfare in an attempt to enforce control while harming humanity. We deserve better than this. We are better than this. And ultimately, we are all individually responsible for how we move forward. I very much look forward to hearing our guests' perspective regarding this essential awakening process, all with a view to illuminate the best path to lead us to a positive outcome. You may find us at www.theothersideofthenews.com. There you will see details for this show, quick links to our bios, as well as links to our show items, references, and selective research. As usual, there is a huge collection of information to read, watch, and listen to, most of which has been handpicked from independent sources. I urge you to study them and even download your own copies sooner than later, as the censorship robots are working around the clock to rewrite our history in real time. During the last week, we have once again been inundated with a deluge of remarkable events and headlines reported in the news to discuss, validate, and present each topic in correct context could all too easily fill up an entire show. As the other side of the news is not per se a typical news show, and in order to make the best use of our available airtime, I believe we should plot a direct course to greet the rest of our team and to introduce our special guest, Dr. Amanda Volmer. Good evening, Kintia. Good evening, Aneta. Have you applied for your vaccine passports yet? 
well, no, and that will never be happening. I have I have thought about if one of those, you know, I don't know what to call them, one of those reprehensible people comes knocking on my door. I've thought of many scripts and many scenarios of how to handle that, and I certainly hope to catch that on film if they, they decide I think they want to knock on the door where I am. It won't be pretty. Uh, so, but what I wanted to bring up, Timothy and Cynthia, is I have a little, uh, a video, and it's, we're going to listen to the sound excerpt out of it. It's Tucker Carlson talking about the brainwashing of the people that have been uh, vaccinated and how they're thinking. So, could you play that, Cynthia? That's because they know what they're supposed to say. They watch the Today Show. They don't want to be punished for having the wrong opinions. They don't want to get fired or ostracized. But let's say you phrase the same question more cleverly in a less direct way. What would the results be then? Well, pollsters at the morning consult just did that. And here's what they found. Americans who have been vaccinated against COVID are more afraid of going outside than Americans who have not been vaccinated. Much more afraid. Only a quarter of vaccinated adults say they'd be willing to travel to a work conference or enter a gym. Only 24% of them would take the bus. Less than half would be willing to rent a car alone. Only 34% would go to a party. Just 17% of them would dare to take a cruise and so on. The numbers are amazing. These people are absolutely terrified of getting COVID. Yet once again, they have all been vaccinated. So clearly many vaccinated Americans, most of them, according to this poll, don't really believe in the COVID vaccine. What does that tell us? Among other things, it tells us that we have long ago left the realm of science and are instead in a state of mass hysteria and mass manipulation. Many Americans are too scared to think clearly. If you've had the vaccine, which you say you believe is effective, but you're too afraid to rent a car for fear of getting COVID, you're not thinking clearly. If you've had the vaccine and say, again, you believe the vaccine works and you're still wearing a mask, you are not thinking clearly. And you're not thinking clearly because you're too afraid. And you're afraid because you've been told for more than a year that you are required to be terrified. And the arrival of a vaccine has not calmed you at all. Instead, demagogues have instructed you to channel your fear into hate and turn it on anyone who disobeys their orders. The result is vaccinated Americans in masks cannot be happy or feel safe or feel any relief at all until every other person in the country joins them in getting the shot and covering their faces. That's not rational. That's not science. It's something much darker than that. What began as a public health measure has become instead an instrument of social control. So what we're hearing here is this brainwashing has been so effective that the people that are vaccinated that should be, if vaccinations were actually a real thing and they actually work, they should be feeling more comfortable. You know, I've had, uh, in fact, just this morning, my nephew sent me a really vitriolic message about this because he says, well, now I've been vaccinated so I can take my mask off. And I'm like thinking, well, whoever had the authority to force you to have a mask on, I, I haven't done that. So, you know, it's a really, uh, it's, a, it's a very disturbing and interesting, but it is clearly a very effective brainwashing mechanism. And what is so upsetting to me is that everyone who has succumbed to this is now at this place where there is nothing that's bringing them out. 
that they can they can rely on. And the people that knew better still know better. And that's the ones that didn't get the vaccine. They still got it. Some of the people that got the vaccine are having horrible regrets. And, uh, you know, we have all, we have a whole society that is absolutely terrified that they're somehow going to be worse off uh, than the people that actually didn't get the vaccine. In other words, so we have a, we have an issue here of this, this whole situation. And it, the thing is, is it's not just about this vaccine. It's about, everything because once you lose that ability to critically think and that you're no longer using your frontal cortex which is clearly what's happening here you also can't process any of the other things going on and there's a lot of agendas moving as we've talked about these these little dots you know we're connecting the dots well as you connect the dots uh, we can see this and the dots get connected but these people that have shut their minds completely off Will they be available to hear anything else about all the other issues going on, all the color resolutions, all of the um, the protests and, and what's happening, all of the uh, all the disclosure? You know, I think that Britney Spears is a is a major player in in bringing this disclosure forward. I believe that that will be used as a tool. I could be wrong. I'm just telling you that that's what I think. So. There's a lot of stuff, but if your brain is completely shut off, this could be a major issue for our whole society. So what do you think, uh, Timothy? Are you feeling that way? Well, well, firstly, I'm delighted that you played this excerpt from Tucker Carlson, and I am delighted with some of the words that come out of his mouth. But on the other hand, my, I guess my suspicions are still there because, you know, if, as we believe... Fox is one of the, you know, the media companies which is owned by or controlled by you know, a very, very small group of individuals, then how can he be allowed to continue and say these things? If he is telling the truth, then how can he be allowed by the company or by the people that control the company to actually continue this, this vein? That, that, that's what my alarm bell goes off. But that said... What he's saying, the words, let's just put that on one side for the moment. What he's saying about these people who seem to be living in this, this uh, you know, perfect dream where COVID is real and the pandemic is necessary and the masks really help and the social distancing is, is so important and uh, you know, let's all run and have the vaccine and let's, let's inject babies. Let's inject babies as well because you know, then they will grow up into COVID-free individuals. I mean, these people are insane. This is insanity, in my opinion. It, it totally is, because it, it, everyone seems to have forgotten that we have natural immune systems that are incredible, that take on new stuff, and we develop antibodies to new uh, things that we're exposed to. And uh, those indiscriminate antibodies, they're, they're designed to take on new stuff all the time. When you disable them with a particular thing, which is what I believe they're trying to do, and seemingly pretty effectively in some of these, Again, we need to point out that this is an experiment, and I don't believe that all the vaccines are created equal. So when you go in, uh, you might be getting this variety and your friends getting that variety. So I think that's why we're seeing so many different results, too. No, I, I would totally agree. I mean, this is an experiment. So in theory, 50% of the vaccine vaccinated people uh, should be injected with you know, a form of serum or something, or something along those lines or something, you know, inert and, and unharmful, which has no intent to affect in any way at all. Otherwise, it's not an experiment. 
So when I when I looked into that, I saw about 20%. I saw each company had at least five variants, so four variants plus a placebo. Mm. So uh, but, uh, I can tell you that of all of those, I didn't see any ingredient in any of them that I would want to have put in my body. They were all really, really nasty, toxic things. So mm-hmm. bad news. There's also, I mentioned a few weeks ago, there was a, a friend of mine, an, an older lady, and she had two of the, the Chinese vaccinations, and I absolutely did witness magnets sticking to her arm, whether that's a sign or not a sign, I don't know, <laughs> but they definitely did stick to her. They did not stick to the other arm, the other part of the arm, my arm or the wall, so they definitely were magnets. They went back nicely on the fridge door, but the point is that she recently had a third vaccine just to make sure, which I find you know, beyond belief. And this time it was a BioNTech, which is a German manufactured, apparently marketed to be invented by two Turkish scientists. So, of course, Turkish people are thinking, wow, that's really wonderful. I feel patriotic. I will have a Turkish invention manufactured by a very trustworthy German company. Uh, but in fact, in this case, all signs of magnetism had disappeared. So I can only hope that she did have one of these placebo shots. Um, and I can't explain why the magnetism has disappeared from before. So, you know, without doing real science in laboratory situations, it's very difficult. All I can do is report what I've seen with my own eyes. So we've come to that time at the bottom of the hour, ready to go to break, and we will be returning with our special guest. Our show tonight is Holistic Living. We'll see you after the break. Hi, this is Dr. Andrew Kaufman, natural healing consultant. Welcome to the other side of the news, where they're open to hearing the truth and take it seriously. The first thing you got to look at is the methods, like nothing else matters, because that's where they describe the experiment. So then you can decide if what you can conclude from the experiment. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really, really important because, you know, they make false claims and people don't understand how to use statistics and all these things could be misleading. What I noticed that they do now is they put the method section at the very end and in some papers it's in a separate document that's like an addendum so in other words they just present the the results and conclusions and an introduction section and nobody looks at the methods but that's the most important thing because if you don't know that you don't actually know what they did because you know there's a lot of art to experimental design and uh, you know some people can be very clever about it some can be very elegant about it but there's also like a many ways that things could be fudged and there's books on this right like one of Bill Gates favorite books how to lie with statistics then you know you have the John Ioannidis article which is one of the most highly cited papers where he says more than half of all published research is false Right. So, mm-hmm. but, but how many scientists, when they go to read a paper say there's a 50% chance that this article is false. So I better read it really carefully. Right. They don't do that. But all this clinical research, it's really just, it's really marketing. It, that, that's what it is. It's not actual research. 
with this vaccine trials, you know, it's just, they basically designed it exactly perfectly to show what they could say. You know, that bogus 95% effectiveness, uh, that's the, the relative risk reduction of having a test and it's not even the overall risk reduction would be like 0.4%, but they describe it that way. It's a statistical trick where they could say 95%. And they also defined the outcome and then they had to wait seven days after the vaccine, but all the people who got sick within that seven days didn't count. You know, all kinds of uh, tricks. They're, they're, they're experts at this. They know, <laughs> yeah. they know what they're doing, and, and it's really hard to even figure out what they're doing. Welcome back to the other side of the news. Our guest tonight is Dr. Amanda Vollmer, and the show is called Holistic Living. I'm really excited to bring her on. She's an amazing uh, doctor of naturopathic medicine, and... She has long been focused on botanical medicine as well as other healing modalities, including energetic healing arts and Reiki. Amanda's passion for the elegant and effective submolecular medicine known as homeopathy study in India under Rajan Sankaran. She volunteered for an intensive medical program in northern India, shadowing cardiologists, obstetricians, Ayurvedic practitioners, and homeopathic doctors alike. Amanda is the author of Healing with DMSO. It's a wonderful book. It's science-based, and it's a guide that will help you to understand how DMSO works, why it works, and the many ways you can harness its power to heal your aches, pains, and other ailments. So welcome to the other side of the news, Amanda. Welcome. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Kintia. Thank you for having me again. It's nice to be with you. It's such a delight. I mean, (laughs) you are a force to be reckoned with. I've been tracking uh, the materials that you're putting out that are educating the public on so many things that they are unaware of. And yesterday I was just listening to this podcast that you had just put out called The Vaccination Racket. Mm-hmm. And it's on BitChute, and I will put it as a link in the show links. And you were talking about the the cult and the doctors believing the cult. And I, I thought, well, you know, we've talked a lot about the vaccines. We've talked about the CPR test. We've talked about shedding. But one thing that we haven't really gone into is this cult idea and how many of the doctors are actually unaware even that they're in a cult. They're so indoctrinated. I'd love to hear more from you about this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just a couple things. I don't, um, I'm not licensed practitioner, so uh, I don't use title. I don't use any ND title, even though I graduated from the school and I have my, um, my degree and my diploma and a doctorate. So um, just FYI, I don't, I don't um, claim titles because that's how they really get you in the cult, right? <laughs> Is they, they make you licensed. They make licensing sound like it's a great idea that you're going to uh, be more, more um, 
you know, um, notarized in, in the community or you're considered um, someone of another echelon, right? Um, they dangle that carrot before us that we're better than others if we have, uh, you know, all of these titles and all of these licenses and so forth. But really, the licensing um, system came in to control the um, the movements, the actions, the activities, and the thoughts of the people in the licensing body themselves. So that means they are there to regulate, and regulate meaning control. So um, I want to be supporting truth and freedom above all else. And the only one that I attend to is is the one true God. I don't, um, you know, and all of God's God's creatures. So. I'm there to support that and not be controlled by, you know, mortals who think that they are um, more powerful or they have other egotistical ideas about this place. So that's really important because if you're stuck inside the cult ideology, then you're going to go along with the herd and you'll get stuck in those delusions and, um, and if you step at a line of the delusions, then you're going to be in a lot of hot water. You could even lose your license and you could lose your vocation uh, and all your status symbols go away. Right. So that's part of the problem. Wow. That right in itself was an education. Hmm. And you were also talking about the fact which even I have to admit, I was not totally aware that all vaccines are poisons that, you know, we've been so conditioned to think that a vaccine, that there are some vaccines that are good and some that aren't. Would you please say a little more about that? Because, you know, I thought that there were some that were okay. Like if you stepped on a rusty nail, you'd go get a tetanus shot. And now I'm, hearing that none of them, none of them are good. Yeah, correct. It's um, medical fraud from tip to tail. It was, uh, it's never saved a life. It's never helped humanity. Um, it's based on the false germ theory of disease. It's based on making billions of dollars, um, manipulating the public so that they do what you want, uh, making them afraid, uh, give up their rights, give up their freedoms. Um, it's a tool of uh, the controllers to manipulate humanity and to population control, um, dumb down the population, control fertility, and use them as test subjects, uh, like experimental lab rats, as we're seeing right now, um, and was created by very nasty uh, psychopaths and not anyone with a, a loving heart and a very kind uh, uh, mind and someone who understands nature, someone who understands health and the body and how it works. It was never from that. So it was from charlatans and frauds and dangerous people who experimented on their own children, killed their own children, uh, oh. killed ha- countless amounts of animals, just disgusting, disgusting people that then history triumphs and makes as, as these false heroes like Pasteur, for example, or Koch, or any of these demons, as far as I'm concerned. Um, You're they, saying they experimented on their own children as well? Yep, a lot of them did. Yeah, and whatever they could get their hands on uh, to try to to put their concoctions in them, uh, using rusty needles for inoculations and all kinds of just insane stories. I mean, you read the real history, you're just you're 
you're sickened by it really. And, you know, Eleanor McBean, she writes a lot uh, about, you know, called the poison needle and there's, um, there's a lot of information, historical information that's just, you know, you got to dig to find. Um, and there's, um, you know, Pasteur versus Beauchamp. You can read uh, Douglas Hume, Ethel Douglas Hume's works as well. How disgusted, you know, uh, people were with all of this um, vaccination nonsense um, and lies. And, and the same psychopathic things are going on now. They'll, they'll, they would give the vaccine and guess what? They would die. They would suffer. They would get the disease they were being uh, supposedly protected against. And then the, the, the doctors, the, the mortuaries, they all lied. They all in the death certificate said it, they, they died from whatever, say smallpox, but they didn't get have smallpox until they got poisoned with all of the things in the vaccine. So you know, it's just one line. It's just, con- and it's continued on. It's like the same drama. We just keep playing it over and over and like we're stuck in a time loop. And here we are again, um, pushing and it's worse. It's, it's worse than ever before because the lie is becoming so enormous that um, the truth has to eventually rise to the top and topple over the lie. And that's when you have a scientific revolution and we're there now. I mean, we are, right on the precipice of this huge Pandora's box being opened up properly. Um, and let's get to the root of the, the problem. The germ theory is false. Germs do not cause disease. They are a result of disease processes in the body. They are not the cause. They are not contagious. None of it is. And all of the things, like you step on a rusty nail, you, you let the wound bleed and you uh, clean the wound and uh, you go about your day. I mean, you're not going to have a microorganism get inside of you if you let the wound bleed. It's as simple as that. You don't need some fancy ridiculous poisonous shot that has all kinds of other stuff in it by the way it's usually not just tetanus it's dpt right it's it's diphtheria it's pertussis it's not it's not just this one thing and and that's actually one of the i call it the triple hit that's the, the top ones that cause autism dpt and mmr are one of the top autism causers as far as the, the quack scenes go as i call them um, because they're so confusing to the body that the amount of white blood cells that get produced are so many that it causes thick viscous blood and it causes micro seizures. And if you continue to do that to a, a young child, uh, especially, you will cause autism. It's, it's, I mean, Dr. Andrew Molden proved that without a shadow of a doubt. He proved that every vaccine gives a microstroke in the brain, every single one of them. It doesn't matter. The ones people are getting now, they're getting strokes too. And they, they're getting Bell's palsy. We know a lot of people reporting Bell's palsy. That's because it's damaging the blood flow, the control and supply in the brain called the circle willis, and that feeds the nervous system in the brain. And then, then if that's clogged with all these white blood cells, you're not getting oxygenation of the brain. So it's, it serves them in a lot of ways because then they can dumb down the population as well. Because these people have no critical thinking skills. I mean, these people still think after a year and a half, there's some sort of virus floating around. They're absolutely gone. They're lost people. Um, and they're afraid of everything. Uh, they're yes, afraid they of, are. You know, yes, living. They are. One thing that, that like perplexes me, you know, today with the Internet and everything, I can understand how they, these dark forces could so well coordinate their campaign that, that everyone is covering up including the mortuaries and the nurses and everyone. But it seems, you know, when I look at the past, I'm wondering, well, how on earth did they coordinate that, that everyone was covering up? You know, it's mind-boggling to think that that was even possible. Well, you don't have to cover anything up when you've got people in a deep hypnotic trance. 
you know, all you have to do is know how to manipulate um, the psychology and the emotions of people and you've got it. It's really easy. It's a hype. It's, it's like, uh, you know, you go to a football game, right? Everyone's all rah, rah and singing and blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, everyone gets, you know, even if you go in grumpy to, to that and everyone's singing and dancing, you're going to feel better. You know, you're going to go with the flow. You're going to go with what the, the theme is. You're going to be picking up on that. So all you have to do is put a TV in every household and brainwash the crap out of people. All you have to do is control the news, control the information, the flow of information, and keep feeding the narrative, keep repeating yourself. And and people, like they think these people who who believe in this COVID nonsense, they're they're in such mental delusion that they um they're doing like song and dance stories. They're doing like uh, really weird warped things to to convince themselves. They have to push it out to convince themselves that it's real because if they sat down for a second, turned off the television and, and actually meditated and cleared their mind and stopped eating garbage and stopped poisoning themselves, they realize that their subconscious is trying to tell them something, that this is mm. not what's going on, right? So they have to continue to push it, it, it outwardly, right? To convince themselves it's real. And they have to surround themselves with their cult members that also believe and they took, you know, they're drinking the Kool-Aid too, right? So it's the same thing in all of these little groups. You just believe the herd because of social conditioning. We, we are very ingrained to want to um, get along with our peers because of survival needs. And especially if you put fear into people, their limbic system goes haywire and they just care about survival. So they'll, they'll, I know people who are getting this shot just because everybody at work did, and they're the only odd man out or odd woman out. And they just feel peer pressure. They're just doing the peer pressure, no logic, no research, no, don't even know what's in it. Don't even understand that it's still a scientific study. That's not even ended until 2022 or 2023, you know, no idea. They're part of a study, no idea that there's no safety record for any of this stuff. No idea that over a million people have died from the shots worldwide. So they have no clue, but they're doing it because, they want to fit in, you see. Right. I know some like that too. What's amazing me, to me also is that when the doctors cult, they've taken the oath, the Hippocratic oath, to protect the patient, and yet they are allowing themselves to be so hypnotized. And, oh, of course, there are many that are questioning it, but what about the ones who are giving the shots, who are going along with it? It's mind-boggling. Well, if you ever have a conversation with any of them, you can see this is why I say it's a cult because they they just repeat what they've been told. They're not thinking at all. They're not having they're not having independent thought. They're having herd mentality thinking. So everything the TV says, those are the words, those are the key words that are kind of come out of their mouths, right? Whatever the board meetings they're having, they're all talking the same lingo. They're all in a little bubble, a little illusion bubble. It's incredible to witness them stuck in their illusions, and um, it's. I'm just over here. I'm like, I'm not in your illusion. Um, I'm watching your illusion. I'm trying not to be part of your illusion. I'm getting away from from these groups of people that are very dangerous. Um, people who are in such a um, mental state uh, can become very erratic and very unstable. And um, when things really start to get bad, because they haven't even begun yet, uh, I want to be far away from any of these people. And self-sufficient, as I've been talking about all year, people better be planning for that because look what's happening now, South Africa, Cuba, um, you know, Colombia, all of these places are falling apart and the news is not going to present it to you. But what's happening, Ireland, Ireland's freaking out right now because they're trying to force the vaccine passport on. There's, there's 
the, the countries are just self-destructing uh, and that's on purpose. That's by design and it, it's everywhere. So you can't run, you can't hide. You have to build your fort and um, find your alliances that are local and f- know where you're getting your food from and, um, and prepare because they're wanting, they're going to want to hunt those of us who know because this is how sick they are, right? They're stuck in an illusion bubble. And if you don't believe their illusions, um, then they're making you, trying to make you responsible for hurting their feelings. That's like the snowflake generation, you know, we're seeing right now where everyone has to take responsibility for somebody else's behave, bad behaviors. Absolutely 180 flipped. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. Um, you know, I'm, you know, whatever your sexual perversion is or whatever your ideology is, fine for you. Whatever works for you, that's great. But don't make other people have to wave your flag or um, tiptoe around your delusions, right? Um, go have your delusions. I'm not saying you can't. Go enjoy them. But don't make other people come into your little, you know, la-la land. Um, we're over here, you know, growing food and keeping economies going and trying to stop the evil that's coming. And, um, you're not helping, but you're definitely not part of the conversation when you're, you know, stuck inside some little illusion bubble. So it's really a spiritual war. That's what really, really is going on here. And so that's the good news. (laughs) The good news is being a spiritual war, you have all the control. You are the one with the empowerment. You're the one with the free will. You're the one with the decision-making. And those of us who have a clear mind, who have been taking care of our bodies, taking care of our spiritual health and our mental health, emotional health, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. Um, I feel really badly for those who cannot seem to get out of this. Um, They're going to have a really rough go at it. And it's because... It, spirit is grace. It will show you lovingly what your changes are required for your growth, for your soul growth, your spiritual growth, your ascension. They'll keep doing it. They'll keep showing you here, here, love, here, love, here, love. Do you see it now? Do you see it now? I love you. Do you see it now? But after a while, when you keep denying the love that's being presented to you, it gets harder. It gets rougher. It gets stricter. It gets um, uh, S&M like, <laughs> you know, right. that's what I, I see one big S&M show out there right now. Like let's mask ourselves, you know, let's, <laughs> let's well, continue to do that with no scientific evidence that it actually does anything other than hurt you. You know, the hard thing is when your own family members are drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes. It's very hard. And I know, and we're all, I don't think any of us, I mean, I, very rarely, I have not spoken to one person that I know that is fully awake had, that has not lost family members throughout this, um, including myself. I mean, I have relatives that are double jabbed and they're proud of it and they think that now they can travel and everything's going back to normal. And I'm like shaking my head. I just, I, I'm just, I can't believe how blind they are and how they can't see any signs and how they knew nothing of history and how they believe their televisions like they're gods how lost they are, how disconnected from the divine they are, um, and how uh, weak and um, lost inside themselves, meaning like they can't even um, be brave a little and maybe look outside of their little bubble and see that something's not right. I mean, or even just check in with themselves intuitively and say, wait, something's wrong here. I mean, all of our governments are rushing in, you know, censorship laws and the UN is, 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 is being pulled through in all of these land claims. And, you know, we have undripped that past year in Canada, which we tried to stop. We try to fight it. Uh, we have all kinds of virtue signaling that's going on. It's really mental. 
Uh, we have people who are double vaccinated who are wearing masks. Why are you doing that? You know, why do you somehow think that somebody else is going to protect you for and your health? How, why do you even think that somebody who doesn't have signs and symptoms of disease could ever convey a disease to you? That alone is a psychosis to think that a healthy, normal human can give you a disease. That's, that's really messed up. I mean, that's far, far gone down into loony land. So these people, they can't come back from it. Like they'll, they'll say things like under hypnosis, they'll make excuses for why they think so warped in a warped way. Um, I was talking with one of my family members yesterday and I said, you know, they're going to lock us down again, right? Like this is, they're just let up for the summer because these, these politicians who are bought by the, by the cabal, they're the ones who are on vacation now. So they want, they're not busy locking you down. They want their summer. And then when they're back in session, they're going to lock us down again. Okay. They're going to keep doing it until you're enough people are dead or enough people are, you know, begging for um, the government to, to step in and, and give them the bread lines that they obviously want so badly. Um, and it, this is the setup. Like this is, and, and I said, so it's going to happen probably in the autumn because most people who've had the vaccines are going to start dropping like flies because once the trigger to the natural flu season comes, which is a natural detoxing process that your body goes through every change of seasons that's triggered, they're not going to be able to detox because the graphene oxide they've been injected with is a mesh network that will not allow for the body now to understand self versus not self because there's an RNA or DNA rewiring that's gone on in the body and they'll be dead. They'll die. If they survive it, then they're in the AI there. They, they pass the AI test or, or the nanotech test. Otherwise they're done. So, you know, this is, this is, so I said this, he said, well, um, so what, when the, what happens when the fall autumn comes and it didn't, and it doesn't happen. That's what he says to me. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you know, one thing I notice about people who are still in their illusion bubbles is they don't even have enough knowledge to ask the correct questions. (laughs) They don't even know what to say with your questioning, right? They're not even really thinking enough to ask a correct question. I said, your question is irrelevant. It makes no sense. Uh, you're 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 somehow jumping into a future with no evidence. I'm jumping into a future with evidence. It's called the World Economic Forum. It's called Agenda 21. You and Agenda 21. You know, it, it's 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 all in the documents. They've actually released what they're doing. The plan. It was even leaked from our own governments, probably because they have to, because they have to overcome the free will issue, right? I mean, I have yeah, evidence yeah. that they're going to lock us down. They don't. <laughs> Right. I, Amanda, this is Annetta. And I, I actually, this is very interesting because I just had this conversation with my mother this morning. Now I've been talking to her, as you can imagine, nonstop from the beginning. Um, she promised me that she would not be getting the jab. Uh, she did get the lethal injection, both doses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone, actually everyone in my family, I was uh, telling Kazia this morning, um, I have a total of 12 brothers, sisters, and in, in, in-law kind of things, and they've all gotten it, Every all four of my parents, uh, you know, the whole thing, right? All of them. So, and, and they are, they think that I'm in, in the, the loony land, and it's exactly like what you're saying, and they come up with these things, and I'm like, well, you know, uh, I, I talk to them about the thing about what's going to happen in the fall, and they, they're like, oh, well, how do you know that? And I said, well, because all the animal studies, you know, all the animals die in the mRNA studies because I think we're animals and I think this is how this works, right? 
So I've talked to them about all of that. And you're right. It's a total cult. The other thing that's really interesting is I have gotten on Zoom conferences with uh, MDs and discuss this. They have absolutely no information, no clue. They can't, they can't counter any, anything. They can't answer a single question I ask. Yeah. And at some point, every single one, and there's been three total, uh, they have hung up on me. Yeah. actually disconnected because they can't, you know, they, they don't have any ammo. So it's, it's completely a cult thing. And uh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, there was so much stuff that you said that's like, oh my gosh, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's on top of it. So the question I have is, um, what do we do? I mean, I don't, I, I think that we're, there's these people that have not woken up yet. This is my opinion. Maybe I'm cruel, but I think that there's not much hope for them at this point at, at 16, 17 months in, and they don't have a clue. Uh, I think that they're just gone. Um, I'd like to get your opinion on that. And then for those that are kind of, uh, wanting some information, but confused, how would you approach that whole thing with the cult situation that we do have? And I call it the suicide cult, by the way. Yeah. So. Well, I think all, uh, most cults are doomsdayers, right? Like if you look at traditional cults, they'll have a, a there's a, there's usually a date, you know, and, and very specific date that they're gearing up towards, like the return of someone or the spaceships coming back or, you know, whatever the thing. So there's always like, they always do dates and times and then, what happens is that thing doesn't happen and then they move the the the, the date again mm-hmm. you know they keep doing it so it's the same kind of concept that's happening here where they just keep they'll promise one they'll just lie they'll just say one thing and then uh that will or won't happen in the way that they want it to and they'll just move it again so they'll say oh we're going to open you know we're going to open up the stores or we're going to open things up and like they just did in Australia. They just uh, said they're going to open everything up. Restaurants are going to open up. And guess what? They said, ah, we changed our mind. We're not going to do it. So now everyone's up in arms in Australia. Like, what the heck? You know, is, why is everybody else opening up? And then in Australia, they came out and said, oh, by the way, you know, we haven't had one death from COVID. They actually publicly said that. There's not been one death from COVID. Like it's, shut- taunt- it's like they're taunting people almost. Yes, it, yes, because... Because now they really can get away with it because so many people have drunk Kool-Aid so deeply that they're so confused and they're so demoralized that they don't even know what's up and what's down anymore. So they're just being like cat and mouse being played like that. Um, now, I, what I saw a girl yesterday, I was pumping gas and she had a, she had like a broken her foot or something. So she was on crutches and, and everyone knows it takes more effort to walk, you know, a lot more oxygen to walk mm-hmm. with crutches. She had a backpack on. And I noticed her virtue masking because they always like to pick two different colors so they can see, you can see your double mask, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I'm double masked. And she was double masked and had a face shield on. Wow. And I thought, and I, you guarantee, you know that she's been vaxxed. If she could get vaxxed four times, she would. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, what do you do? You know, well, I she'll, mean, love the, she'll love the booster shots coming because those are coming. Oh, it, yeah. If they don't die, like once this experiment's done, then they want to kill off, you know, the next layers, and that'll be the booster shots. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, again, is people have no idea how this place is run, who runs it, what's been going on for thousands of years. Like they're just clueless. So they, they just think this is their reality, and that's sad. And they're conditioning our children as well. Um, and I do think most of them will die. And I do think that I do think we're all eternal anyway. And they'll realize some things when they're on the other side and. <laughs> sorting through their their uh life review and uh you know we'll see if they want to come back well they will be coming back here and trying again uh-huh. um but we're going to make our 
utopia. They're making a dystopia for them. And we, we can choose what we want to be part of. And that's the good news. Well, yeah, that, and that's the thing that the cabal doesn't have is the ability to create. I and mean, we have that ability to create and manifest. And that's, yes. that's our spiritual essence. Exactly. And with, we are at that, great right. time. <laughs> I was just going to get there, right? <laughs> Go ahead. You're listening to The Other Side of the News. Our guest tonight is Amanda Volmer. Our show is called Holistic Living, and co-hosting are Timothy Saunders and Annette Driscoll and myself, Kinthea. We shall return. Just remember, the virus that they say that is making everybody sick. Nowhere in the world, not one country, not one institution, not the CDC, nobody has this virus that's making us sick on file. It does not exist. All the Freedom of Information Acts are empty over and over again. The virus nowhere exists. So if that is correct, and that's what they're telling us, how in the world can they be testing for it? How in the world can they be making this kind of injection to put in us to save us from this? So we need to start asking the obvious questions because by science and medicine, that makes no sense. I've never heard of that before. Are we able to purchase all those? And this was supposed to be a novel infection. You start looking at the big picture, you start looking at everything, you'll find this is actually a planned pandemic. This is not actually what they're telling us in the media. So then you have to ask the bigger question, why? So we have to look closely into this and what's very concerning is that none of the manufacturers or our government will allow any of us to analyze the vials. It's illegal for us to analyze them. They won't let us look in there. Well, why? If there's nothing to hide, why can't we see what's inside these vials? Because right now we have no proof that this virus even exists. What made people sick around the world, in my opinion, is many different things. And they used a testing mechanism that was faulty and that could cross-react with anything. It could literally cross-react with bacteria, with other flus, with other colds, false positives. So that's meaningless. So there's no proof of this supposed, you know, bad, weird virus affecting everybody. This is Dr. Carrie Made on the other side of the news. And I'm excited to be here because we have freedom of speech and no censorship. And welcome back to The Other Side of the News. Tonight's show is Holistic Living, and our special guest is Amanda Vollmer. And we are having a very good discussion. I'm enjoying it very much. So let's, let's pick up there where we were talking about the spiritual aspect and our ability to create a utopia versus a dystopia. Uh, you, were, you were starting down a pretty good thought pattern there. So 
Well, what I've, you know, sorted out in this last year and a half of this nonsense is we're really going through a big changeover um, of uh, of an epoch. So every 2,160 years, we go from one age to another. And my sense when this began is that we um, need to karmically purge before we move into the next um, age. Uh, things that have just like anything like when you move house or when you change over something significant you have to go through all your stuff you have to sort things out you have to get rid of the junk you have to clean house right and this is what I see in part happening that evil has been in this in reigning this last few epochs pretty strongly and it's they call it a great reset and we we're really calling a great awakening um but the the resets that they've done to us um is an advantage taking for either good or evil to then take over the next epoch and then once you have a foothold in the epoch you will have that for that 2160 years so we're kind of battling it out right now for who's getting the next epoch. Is it the good that's going to win this time or does evil get another epoch to, to rule over? And my feeling is that the, the good is going to win. It's, it's time for the light to triumph in this regard and for us to um, purge all of this. Um, this darkness, this evil. And what is evil? What does all that mean? It means that the aspects of ourselves that we have ignored, um, the, the, the parts of our shadow that we've suppressed is all coming out. It's all coming to light. It's all coming through us and into physical manifestation, frankly, because we've not done the work required to to actually transform shadow into consciousness. So when you have completely unconscious behaviors, um, the shadows then start to play out in your reality to show you yourself because you cannot see yourself. You can only see yourself through a mirror. You can only see yourself through others. And this is how we get to know our soul. This is how we get to know who we are as a divine creation. And so it's all just really being played out in on the stage, on this Shakespearean play that we're in right now to show us who we are, our power, what, where we come from, and um, to remember all of the sacred things of ourselves. And so it's a time where you can continue to allow the shadow to beat you up, physically beat you up, uh, lock you up, um, tie you up, whatever. Or you can realize that those of us who've been doing this work for a very long time and transforming the shadow already, we have an advantage because we don't have the shadow projections battling us. We have clear sails ahead. We have peaceful surroundings or we only have a certain bit of karmic blip left and we're going into Dharma now. We're going into uh, service work or like I've been doing service work for a good proportion of my life. And uh, that's because when I was young, I had a, I had my Kundalini awakening. I was awake very early. So I had lots of time to do my shadow work and figure out my personality and understand my astrology and know who I am and know who I'm not. And to find myself in my authenticity, my truth and authenticity of who I am and be unabashedly me, despite what people might judge me for, say things, it's, it's, just, it's just the projection. So this is how I see it playing out right now. I see it as a karmic purge. I see it as a shadow projection that people are creating in their reality. And if they can't overcome, it will kill them. It will take them out of this video game or projection reality or magic show or living dream, waking dream, and they'll come back and try again, you know? Um, and for those of us who have done the work, amazing things are lining up. The, the most incredible things in my life uh, are happening because I, my manifestation powers are crisper and cleaner and correct. So when I want to manifest something, 
it just happens within manner manner of days. The work leading up to it might take, you know, six months or whatever. But then when it happens, it's like, just like a breeze blows through and boom, there it is. So that, that manifestation power is now ours. And if that's the case, then we can overcome literally anything through that. Our reality that we're manifesting will be peaceful, will be in harmony with nature, will be loving all creatures on this earth, uh, will have boundaries. You know, we're not going to allow anything to sneak in and degrade what we are, what we've done and who we are and how we've become. Right. So we'll have sentinels. We'll have places that are protected. Maybe it's time to bring back the star forts and the, <laughs> and all the, and remember the Antiquitech and remember the free energy we had and remember all the connections we had with the earth and sound therapy and, and you know, all of these beautiful frequencies. And we're, that's where, that's where I'm headed, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like the split and the divide has been, the line in the sand has been drawn. And I've said that quite a few times that I feel that it's, that when Dolores Cannon talked about the split of the world, this is it. This is where we're at. And only one world can move forward into the new epoch. The rest will crumble into dust. The rest will be buried in the rubble or will be taken away. Or or, or maybe there maybe there's another place they go into a delusion where they continue their looping in their psychosis until they figure it out. I'm not sure how that all works. I just know what I'm seeing in, in my reality and in those who are also of similar ilk and it's magical and beautiful happening despite you know the news and everything happening with politics and the economy and you know there's going to be some rough times we're going to have to get off grid we're going to have to be self-reliant especially as the as the transition goes um but you know a lot of people are going to die and they're going to blame those of us who won't come into their death cult right mm-hmm. so we're going to have to be strong for that well, what I've noticed is there's a couple things. Oh, I'm getting a big echo. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, what I've noticed is the uh, there's a there's a prevalence of, that I I never saw before, and that is I was always interested in the quantum fields, in holographics, in uh, physics, in, in free energy, in frequency. I've done a lot of work in these areas, and I've worked in it both professionally. Uh, scientific research, and then also healing work and, you know, various parts. I used to be kind of out there on my own, uh, not a lot of other people around. <laughs> no one knew, you know, everyone thought I was crazy. No one knew it. And what I'm noticing is there's a lot more uh, awakening in that area. When I look on things like uh, any of the channels that aren't totally censored, so that would, you know, not be YouTube, um, you know, there's a lot of, of that, energy coming out and the also history the real history of the world which was never allowed to be revealed before uh that we had all these technologies we we had free energy we had all these things going on that was taken away from us all of that is starting to come out and i and i'm thinking wow this is really great i mean is do you think that we are actually individually creating this reality we are collectively and this is we have two different realities going on. I mean, I, maybe I'm not clear in my question in that if you're of the delusional sect, the Kool-Aid drinking sect right now, do you see any of this or is it just the people that are not in the Kool-Aid sect that are starting to notice this shift? What do you, where is your view on that? Oh yeah. It's, it seems very clearly divided, meaning there are people who are on different echelons of awakening. So there's, you know, 
the baby awakening is like, maybe something's wrong. Something's not lining up. I don't understand. Right. Then -hmm. the next level would be, Oh, this place isn't what we were told it was. And history is wrong. And I'm starting to go down a rabbit hole here, a rabbit hole there, you know, any of those topics they start to get interested in. Right. And they start doing their own Mm -hmm. research on those topics and then, you know, lead to one thing to another. And then they'll have some sort of shift inside of them where they start to see their reality differently. Um, They may have some sort of spiritual experience that they can't explain or something that shakes them or fundamentally, you know, where they'll never forget it. Um, And then that eggs them ever forward. Or some people even have like a near death experience that can sort of shake them out of it. Um, There's all kinds of, of ways. You can't usually explain it away to people. They have to come to their own awakening through their own inner questioning and desire to know. Um, you can try to encourage people to do it. You can plant seeds. You can do all those sorts of things, but you can never tell somebody, you know, about it. They have to awaken on their own and in their own terms. Um, and I think a lot of what's happening with the electromagnetic fields and things they've been doing to our weather have been affecting our natural progression to awakening mm-hmm. um, because it's very uh, vibrational the way we do it. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and then they'll come to the next layer and next layer. And then so if you've already come down some of those rabbit holes um, long ago, you're coming into the stuff like the Antiquitech and that we were never, you know, we were way more advanced than we are now. Um, Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we were, we were, <laughs> we've been dumbed down. We've had our entire history wiped. We've had new history lines rewritten for us. Um, one of the things that shocked me recently is all of our all of our um, historical our, our novels, you know, like you know Hardy or any of these like uh, you know um, uh, these these stories, right? Like these, right. these these stories that we think are you know you study in English class. They're all lies too. They were all those people all made up the pioneer stories. All those those stories were all just that. They made up a whole history. Of, of of how we lived, like exactly, and, did, and you know the fairy tales were actually real. I mean, everything's yes. backwards. Everything's backwards. I started to read when I started to understand the situation we have with satanic uh, stuff with children. You know, all the pedophilia, the satanic ritual abuse, et cetera, et cetera. And then I was actually going through my library, and there's Grimm's fairy tales, and I'm like, oh my god, it's, yeah. uh, it's telling you the truth, right? And uh, that you know, there's all these just yesterday, I found out, you know, there was this, um, what was it? What, I'm thinking, I'm forgetting the name, but the the TV program that had Moeller and Skelly. Uh, oh, yeah, the they, X-Files. The X-Files, that's the way. And they had one in 1994 that absolutely, clearly, I'm going to put it up on the, the Patrick Henry channel I have on, uh, on Telegram, but uh, it absolutely is telling us that this is what they're going to do. This is how they're going to do it. Here's the the only thing that they don't call it the spike protein, they call it branch DNA in there instead. And the thing that's interesting about it is, is the guy who's talking about this says, well, the, uh, the, the writer for this program openly admits that uh, he said that the CIA would come to him all the time with ideas for storylines and tell him to write these into his stories. So there you go. Proof mm-hmm. positive that all the things that we've been suspicious of or not been able to prove there, all this truth is coming to light now. And it's really uh, disturbingly fascinating. Uh, yeah, branch DNA yeah. makes way more sense actually than than a spike protein. There's no spike proteins because there's no virus 
And also mm-hmm. they're not making the, the vaccine for a, a coronavirus. They're making a vaccine for their graphene and their 5G network, right? It has nothing to do exactly. with it at exactly. all. Yeah. So, the, But the DNA part makes sense because graphene can actually mimic or, or um, become very DNA-like in the body. So um, that that's fascinating how, how clearly they disclose, you know, the information like that. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll only yeah, watch. I'll, that I should put that. Me. I should put that one up as a show because I'll put that one up as a show yeah. item. And uh, I hadn't thought about it till now. But uh, anyway, yeah, that there's all kinds of stuff that you know we've known. Like when you start looking at just the twin towers, um, I saw actually a thing with Bush today, uh, talking in 2006 at the anniversary of the, the 9/11 thing, and uh, he he clearly says that it was a uh, a planned demolition. <laughs> But nobody was paying attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So part of the disclosure thing with their cult uh, is, you know, that they must disclose. Well, they're disclosing all the time. We just have been asleep. So speaking of that, so I had a, I have some experiences that seem to be becoming more frequent, and that is, uh, I was never much of a dreamer, and now I'm, I'm dreaming. Uh, not, not all the time, or I probably am, but I don't remember it. I should say, mm-hmm. and uh, I have these dreams, and they're becoming more and more. Um, connected to my waking life okay directly connected and i'm getting information and messages and this is an unfortunate thing uh but uh, last night actually i was dreaming and i saw a a brain uh and it was if someone has not done an autopsy of brain sometimes they slice it kind of like a cake layer you know and Mm -hmm. that's what i saw in my in my dream and I opened it up, and it had this very large, uh, two very large blood clots in it, very large. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew that it was my father's brain and in the dream. And I woke up this morning to find a message waiting on my phone. My phone is, is shut off at night. And uh, they found him unresponsive this morning. Wow. And, uh, I knew that it, what it was because my stepmother has medical control over him, and she gave him the jab and I have kind of been wondering, you know, like what was going to happen here. And, and then I have this dream and then I decided to get online and try to find this, something like this. And I found a video, which I did put in my Patrick Henry thing. I just put it in right before the show. And uh, there it is. It, it, it's essentially identical to what I saw. And uh, so these kind of things coming through, um, that it's very disturbing, but it's also, I think, on the positive side, the, a way that's letting us know that, that we are connected, that there's something much greater going on, that you're allowed to see things and allowed to know things now. And it's, it's, it's like the veil is, like they say, the veil is lifting. It's getting very, very thin mm-hmm. now. Um, do you see that happening with other people or with yourself? or? Um. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I just want to say I'm sorry to hear the, what happened because it's 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 interesting that we're having seen people around us. Either we know they're going to die, or um, you know they have been you know damaged significantly, or they've been killed by this. And and I feel like, or I felt like, I've been mourning slow morning or morning ahead of time, you know, for all of it. 
exactly where I've been. And people, you know, some people say to me, oh, you're so cold and you're just, you know, cool or gloating or what it's like, no, I'm actually grieving terribly because I know what's happening. It's, yeah. it's awful to watch. Yeah. And I mean, we, we do have to, our own selves, we have to be very strong through this, which means we're going to have to be very grounded and quite stoic in some ways so that we don't falter with them, go down with the ship. We have to be very careful with our energy. Um, you know, and uh, sorry, I, I, I wanted to answer your question and there were a couple there that came. So um, I know one was about sort of people around you that are not awakening what to do there. And what was the other question? If you, if you had observed any of this kind of lifting of the veil or the thinning of the veil uh, with people as this progresses through. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, my own clairvoyance has gone up through the roof. Um, my own dreamscape. Uh, I know like I've met my partner. He's like me. Um, we're identical in almost every way. And uh, there's a lot of, of us. There's a lot of us that are getting our skills, our sixth sense, if you will, or all our other internal senses are really turning on. Um, and we're able to see deeper you know what's coming we know intuitively what's coming we don't need to overthink really um we just have knowings you just get instantaneous knowings um it's going to become simpler for us as long as we continue to give our burdens to the divine so i continually release my burdens i don't take anything on personally i don't allow the ego to do that um i know this is all illusion I know this is all projection. I know this is all manifestation and we're wanting to manifest, you know, the heaven on earth that we deserve. So give it to heaven to, you know, whatever misqualified energies I may be carrying. I apologize for any misqualified energies I may have, you know, created inadvertently. And I do that every single day, every 24 hour cycle, I do the same thing and I'm guided to do that's what I'm supposed to do. And the more that we continue to surrender like that, will be given the clues in the moment of what to do. I was given no clues to run to another country or um, do anything. Just just continue to move ever forward in what my internal guidance system tells me to do. Um, and that has brought me great abundance. And I know where I need to be now. I know what I need to do. I'm being shown. So everybody has that available. So we don't need to be in fear at all. We don't even need to doubt any of it. We just need to listen and then follow the advice that's being laid before us. And for those of us who have precognition, like I have a lot of precognition and different people will have different veil lifting subsets of gifts <laughs> that come along. Um, like for example, my, my partner, now fiance, he is, uh, he knows immediately if someone's lying. I mean, immediately. He knows if it's true or false and he just needs to look at it and he knows if it's true or false. That's it. In no doubt, no question. He's a hundred percent batting, you know, he's, he's, he's got it accurate. That's one of his gifts that have come online. He knows, you know, exactly what a, a cost will be. You know, he just knows his intuition is sharp. So, and for me, I get precog. I get, I see ahead. Like I see things a couple of days ahead or I'll feel something in the moment that hasn't happened yet. And I'll go, oh, I think that's a feeling that's going to be later, you know, <laughs> that sort of stuff. 
Um, and I'm sure there's many people having like remote viewing situations and all kinds of other, you know, experiences that we're just getting onto now. We're just starting that, which is wonderful, really. Um, so the well, veil is, is completely lifted because also we're seeing all the dark. We see who's evil. We see exactly. Yeah. So that's that's what I think is going on with the people, like all of this exposure happening. I think that this veil is lifting and that that's why there's so much information coming out finally that is coming up to more people. They're more um, ready, readily listening. They're, they're, the horses are starting to drink the water. And yeah. they also, there's more of it because there's other people that uh, have had these gifts the whole time. Or they're you know, like, I've had gifts that I shut down. And now yeah. they're coming back. They're coming back. And uh, so that's that's one way. Or maybe, you know, someone was never aware that they had the gifts. Everybody has gifts. You know, that, and that's another thing is that some people don't believe they have any. Uh, and they're starting to realize that they do. That's what I'm observing myself uh, with that. But uh, anyway, well, that's that's interesting because, you know, I this whole thing about um, at the beginning with Kinti, you said so many interesting things about the real history, you know, about the vaccines and stuff. And now, unfortunately, it's too, too late for a lot of people, but uh, many people are starting to, to catch on. And I do agree with you that some of the, you know, when we're, we're losing people, it's so hard. We're losing all these people. And, uh, but I do believe we're eternal beings and we do come, whatever we do, whatever we come back to, I'm not sure what that is, but you know, only the, only the body, you know, I, I have cats. So I call the cats in uh, animal communication, call these things meat suits. And so I call them meat suits, you know, we just leave the meat suit and go on. <laughs> well, we're only in, we're in like a, you know, we're having a three dimensional experience, but we're actually in the, the two dimensions. And then when you're having a three, when you're having, when you're in three dimensions, when you're in four, like you're experiencing fourth dimensions, you're in three dimensions. So we're having this um, time, time can, is one of the dimensions. And when you run through your time, um, it doesn't end. You just step outside the dimension and you realize that you're, you're still there. <laughs> you're, you're just in a different dimension now. So it's, if you study like what dimensions are, it helps you understand how we possibly can be eternal beings because then you understand how time works. Um, there was a really great gentleman who was describing an apple and saying, so the, you know, day one is that the, the bite of the first apple, like the skin, and then it goes through the, the flesh and then the life is going through and going through. And then the last, you know, bit of the apple is the back end of it. Right. But, in, if you were the apple experiencing that, you would think that's it. You're 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 done. Um, that's the end of your life, right? But the apple itself, the physical part of the apple, still would exist in that other dimension of somebody witnessing that apple. You know, you're not really. You might be eaten, but you're not gone. You know, <laughs> so uh -huh. it was just it was just a fascinating thought that came because I'm you know I'm very much listening to what I'm supposed to be learning and that was part of it is just learning about the way that this place runs and that we are very much eternal beings and it makes a lot of sense when you understand the way we um, approach dimensions and understanding our reality through that um, filter and so we have nothing to worry about we just have to realize that 
not everybody has done that work and has that knowledge right now or is ready to receive that knowledge. We can't spiritually shock people because they can't hold it. They won't be able to actually carry the the information you give them or the knowledge you give them. You can't you can't just bring someone up from the basement to the penthouse. Um, you'll 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 spiritually shock them. They have to go through the steps required for them to anchor it inside of themselves and also to realize that they've done it of their own merit so that they can um, grow the way they need to grow so we can't rush the process for them and that's that's just how it is we had the epoch to figure it out and we're at the end of that we're in a big change over time now you've either done the work and you're prepared and you're going along into the narrow road or you're not and that's just where it is so uh, this is Kinthea again. As you're mentioning that, Amanda, I, again, I'm coming back to being entwined with loved ones, some that are, you may be children and some that are, you know, foreigners with English is not their native language. And their lives are intimately twined. Like I have several individuals whose lives are intimately twined with mine. And I I do see this spiritual perspective but sometimes it's really hard my humanity really pulls on me when my life is so intertwined well if you have intertwinements then you have to look closely at it because you either haven't completed your karma with them right so you want to look at what is it that you need to do to complete what that is what what aspects were you pulled into that relationship were you there to teach something were you there to support were you there to receive something were what what's the nature of the relationships you have to assess all of those relationships um because i have zero i have zero Uh entwinement with any well my son is one (laughs) so So it's challenged your own son would be like one of the heavier karma karmic relationships usually our children are very, very karmic relationships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love him. I respect him. And uh, and he chose to get the vaccine. So I'm one of those who's watching and just waiting for the other shoe to drop and praying, well, there's another way. Spirit can find another way. It isn't absolutely a death sentence. There, you no. know, you talked about when we're in alignment, anything can happen. Yes, And I do believe that spirit can go beyond what has been understood to be the laws of this universe. Well, keep in mind, also keep in mind that this is an experiment. And when you do experiments, you have placebo groups. So he could be the one who just got saline. I said that to my, my family member yesterday. I said, you know what? You could have just got saline shots um, because it's an experiment. So they have to do different subgroups when they do experiments, right? So that's, they could have any number of things. They could have all kinds of admixtures of things going on. And ultimately they don't want to kill everybody and they don't want to kill the young ones as much as the old ones because they want to, um, first of all, if you kill the elders, you kill a lot of the history along with it, which is how you do a reset. And uh, if you want to control population, mainly for the, the youth, you'll make them infertile. So they might not die, they just might be infertile. Um, and that's part of the subgroup that gets those shot, particular shots, especially the ones they're doing now in the the, the children, uh, which is insane, um, absolutely insane. Even if you believe in this fake virus, 
children were not getting it. <clears throat> so the fact that they're pushing vaccines and vaccine trials on the children should raise alarm bells in anybody with any thought, thoughts is still uh, rattling around in their brain. Um, but that's to make them infertile and also to make sure that that generation will have the framework inside the Internet of Bodies to be connected with um, the to be connected with the 5G network. So, well, that's the perfect segue. It's Timothy speaking. Amanda, I, I wanted to ask you. We've just passed uh, an, a simulation event by the uh, the wonderful World Economic Forum set up, sponsored by the World Economic Forum called Cyber Polygon. And strangely enough, if you look at the logo for that, it really does resemble the molecular structure of graphene oxide, which is kind of three hexagons or 666, if you prefer. Um, now, graphene oxide is something which has really come to the news, I would not say mainstream, but certainly the independent sort of uh, main news areas, I should say, for in the recent weeks, I'd, I'd say it's something which we haven't been talking about. I haven't been reading about very much for, you know, we were not talking about this last year when you were kindly visited us in the end of August, I think it was. So graphene oxide to me is a relatively new element in, in this whole story. Um, do you do you see this as, as you know disclosure? Is it now because it's in so many people they're able to share it with us, or how is it just coming out right now, or is it just my perception? Uh, it's coming out because we found it in the the COVID shots, so I think mm. that's why it's being highlighted. Um, there, I mean, this is discovered or in you know 2004 or created in 2004 it's been around a while um and i even heard about it in school like <laughs> so it's not new it's just new to our ears no um, i i, I recall that in terms of a potential material that could have mm -hmm. great potential for engineering or technology or for yep. i guess even medicine was suggested at that time but that mm -hmm. was a long time ago but what i what i mean is i guess it's suddenly come into the forum but it's because some people have actually found out what is actually in, in these vials that, that that's mm -hmm. that's the root of it but it's, it's also been found in the in the ppe as well isn't it? in the masks mm -hmm. and in that's these right. swabs and yep everywhere else I even saw an ad for a maxi pad with graphene in it, wow. uh, saying that it, that if you wear it, it can reduce your cramps and uh, issues of heavy flow within periods. So they're making all kinds of strange claims about this material. Um, it's you know it actually conducts electricity, mm -hmm. right? So that's they they did they added water into a maxi pad and they could light a light bulb off of it. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is illuminating, literally. It, it, yeah. But I mean, is this a covert way of trying to pass graphene oxide into, you know, women's bodies? I mean, is that is that the is that the idea, or is it? Is it I mean, it, how far does this go back? I mean, I'm not trying to act like it's it's I'm naive or something. I'm I've been very suspicious of all of this since the beginning. But it's just suddenly graphene oxide is one of the, you know, the, the talking points of, of this this month or even this this period yeah. of the year. Well, there's a couple of things there. One, just be careful not to be pulled into eddies of mm -hmm. ideas because that's one of the tests we have to pass right now. 
Sure. Um, you'll see sensational news come up and you'll get drawn into it. And that goes for the truth communities as well. So we have to be very cautious when everybody's talking about it or everybody's, you know, getting all over the place. That means there's somehow they're using our thought form to create something and they want our manifestation power involved in that. So when they do that, I usually go now I've trained myself to go the opposite, to do Mm -hmm. the opposite, just to not even bother with it. Um, We're trying to do a delicate dance of education and not manifest their sick creations at the same time. So (laughs) it's a very delicate line to to traverse. No, I I totally agree. I mean, I I like to try and think we can, perhaps move things forward a little bit with, with each of our shows. And it's not to say that, you know, we're world leaders or something, but certainly take the latest information and discuss things and discern, you know, is this something really, you know, uh, helpful to discuss or, or not? The last thing I want to be is a mouthpiece that just, you know, reiterates what somebody else said and then uh, passes the button to somebody else. So absolutely, absolutely. The, yeah, the the uh, graphene you know, being carbon, um, even though they are six um, carbons in each ring, um, I think somebody just took three of them <laughs> and like made that six, six, six up because the graphene is like a whole mesh. So there mm-hmm. would be more than three like in the, the graphene itself. So it's a very yeah. selective, uh, yeah. selective uh, uh, <laughs> hit, if you like. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's good to know. It's good to know we can move forward. Since you have been on our show, which was, I think, 10 months ago or something along those lines, mm-hmm. um, lots of things have happened. Obviously, lots of things have happened. The Canada's been really in one of the sort of main crucibles of the world, actually. I see some of the main hotspots have been in New Zealand, Australia, and Canada, and the UK. Um, obviously, this affected every country in the world on some level, but certain areas have been hotspots, in my opinion. And I think uh, the, Ca- the Canadian... Uh, situation has been very intense in certain areas. But the other day I heard, and I, and I really would like to have this confirmed because, you know, we're living in this sort of era of fake news and Photoshop uh, media. Uh, I heard that the lockdown protocols had been overturned or reversed um, following a legal case in Ontario with uh, the lawyer Rocco. Is, is that true? Not really, no. Um, The original framework of the lockdowns was that particular piece of legislation that Rocco says he got overturned in court, which took a long time, to the point where it was a kind of an irrelevant waste of his time because they weren't, they've moved the emergency measures over into the um, Reopening Ontario Act. So they can have any measure of emergency uh, um, measures that like they want to put in. So they are before they went on their holiday break, they put in the emergency all the way through to December, basically. Mm. So it's not true. Um, I don't understand. There's a lot of control op agents. There's a lot of misinformation out there. I think it's all part of our navigation toward our internal self-awareness and strong intuition. So these, disinfo agents or people who are stuck up in their egos, they're serving us to navigate into closer and closer truth 
and our strong internal sense and guidance system so that we know when it's a lie versus not a lie. We have to learn this very much now. We have to really anchor this in ourselves. So I look at those people as our teachers to train us in discernment and see what, you know, what is real and what isn't. And and so now uh, basically most of the people that are popularized in this movement have uh, I, I'm very tentative with when I hear what they're saying. I'm very careful, you know, about what I believe and what um, I pull into my to my mind and to my creation energy. Um, so he made a big hype about that, but it was irrelevant. And so mm. that, that, you know, that, that's that's saddening. I mean, I guess at the same time, it can still be held up as a as a banner or as a lesson for, as you say, for us all to to learn from. Mm-hmm. It may not have been as such an easy hit as you know it was first perceived to be, mm-hmm. but uh, we're hoping to have him on the show in the near future. I'm not sure exactly when. He's a busy guy, and obviously we'd rather he go out and fight his cases than you know relax in an armchair speaking with us. But it it, it is important to make contact with uh, real people like yourself and ask real questions. And that's why I'm delighted you you've come back. Well, um, he's he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a problem because he's a lawyer. He's taken an oath to the bar. Indeed. The bar is, is his oath. He's Not the people. That's correct. So if he gave up his bar, if he walked away from his bar and he said, I'm going to do this pro, pro, like pro se, I'm going to do this differently, or I'm going to create a different kind of structure, now you'd have my attention. But mm-hmm. he's just continuing to parade in the same scammy system that's got us here in the first place. So I don't see anything novel. I don't see, see anything innovative. I don't see anything of the divine nature of heading toward where we're heading toward coming through his sources or anyone who, you know, claims to be a lawyer. Um, even the German lawyer, I don't even pay attention to them because it's they're fighting a system that's uh, corrupt to the core that is going to continue to be corrupt to the core the more we feed it. So to me, you make the corrupt stuff obsolete by ignoring it by leaving it by uh, by abandoning it you mm-hmm. you can't fix these these structures they're they're done they're um the the judges the, all of these things they're they're um demonic they're demented right you mm-hmm. can't fix that you have to rebuild that you have to go back to your roots and your basics and anyway if you have people in integrity uh and they're awake in that integrity and they're always moving forward um, with their highest truth and, and, and truth as forefront, you don't need courts <laughs> at all. So True. is it just for, for bumbling, you know, morons who, um, who hurt people and who do stupid shit. If you, if you, if I hurt you by accident, then I'm going to make amends to you directly. You know, I would own that like in an, in integrity, in an, in an awake state, you go, oh my goodness, I'm, I don't know why that happened. Let's figure this out, or I'm very sorry, or let me fix this. You know, you didn't need a third party to come in and intervene and do it because you were skirting your responsibilities, right? Mm. So it's it's the system that's part of the old world. That's how I see and it. I'm inclined to agree with you, actually, and it, it, it's it's also another way of what I call savior syndrome, where. Mm-hmm. people kind of do not get up and do something themselves, but they sit back and say, it's okay because the system's going to do it or the process is going to do it or yeah. somebody else is going to do it. And they sit and wait and their energy is dissipated. 
and yeah. time passes and then you think oh shit hang on uh now that they're knocking on my door and telling me to vaccinate me you know it, it's mm-hmm. it, it's it really is a big distraction in my opinion i think that what we need to do is just to keep our feet on the ground and i'm not saying in any way in a violent way but i'm just saying act and be responsible for ourselves and wake up and as we always say you wake up with the power so it's entirely up to you, to you what you do with it, whether you give it away or retain it every day. It's not a question of asking for it back. But, but if you're asking for it back, then it's already too late. For example, in, I'm in southwest Turkey. And, you know, we've obviously seen a lot of these huge demonstrations grow over the, over the months. In Berlin, there was a huge one initially, I'm sure you remember, Mm-hmm. And I know that you know, around the world, various places, I don't want to make a list, but I know in London, when I've been following, not literally, but you know, uh, from afar, the numbers grow in excess of sort of 1.4, 1.5 million. I think there's another huge one coming up on the 24th of uh, July. Um, but here in, in Turkey, and we can understand due to sort of recent history that protests are not the, uh, the favorite thing for people to do here. Um, following the attempted coup a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So people do need to ask permission to have a protest. And if you're asking pro- uh, permission to make a protest to get something you don't agree with, then I think it's, it's already a foregone conclusion. <laughs> of course well, I not. saw, you know, in, in Cuba, I saw this, uh, this man uh, speaking Spanish complaining about how, you know, the government just overnight stole all their bank accounts. Right. Mm. So that's why they're protesting like crazy. There's chaos in Cuba right now. And um, I was uh, but he's wearing a mask as he's speaking. I'm like, you're not getting it. (laughs) You're you're really not quite there because if you're wearing a mask. You have no clue what's going on, that there's no virus. There never was. If this has all been a smokescreen for the big stuff, which is to kill you. So um, you're missing the point here. If you're protesting in the street wearing a mask, you're you're not you don't know what you're doing. Uh, so you, you were you were talking about the, uh, the, the the transition from the processional changes. We obviously were in Pisces and we're going into Aquarius. And Aneta, you said watch the water. Maybe this is what watch the water means. Is Aquarius is, is pretty much here. Mm-hmm. Um, the in the old days and uh, the last last processional cycle, wearing a mask would probably signify that's the guy that robbed the bank. But <laughs> now he's the guy protesting because the government has. Incredible, incredible how things change around. Mm. But um, just speaking of other uh, notable people in the horizon, very recently there's been this uh, event 2021, which is uh, something set up in um, coordination with uh, Dell Big Trees Highwire, and they featured uh, Dr. Richard Fleming. I don't know if you've seen that at all. It, it's quite a long four-hour lecture. Um, but I, I was watching it this week. And I found it fascinating, very interesting. It seemed to be very scientifically based, uh, definitely um, not really going into sort of the spiritual interdimensional realms that we've been approaching on this, this show so far, but still nonetheless very interesting and very you know, the, the guy made quite a convincing case. He's put a lot of paperwork together and they are going to start attacking, uh, you know, legally um, the various high offices of the United States as well as start testing 
what they believe to be the way to cure COVID-19. Now, while, <laughs> while I found it fascinating, all of it I found fascinating, but the one thing that stayed with me in my head after I watched it was, are they not buying in and totally supporting the fact that COVID-19 exists as the, you know, the bad guy that has caused this pandemic? It, it seems to me that they acknowledge that. Oh, by, well, by, yeah. Um, and then, that, that, sorry, go, go ahead. Just finish what you're saying. No, I was just going to say that, that that is what stuck in my head. And maybe I just need to watch it again another four hours. But it, it is, it just seemed to me that there are those people that believe COVID-19 has not been isolated and does not exist. And there are those that do believe it exists. And, you know, then, then there's the annex that was it man-made or was it a natural evolution? Of course, you know, it, it's such a specialized and complex thing if it does exist that it more than likely is man-made. What are your thoughts now? I mean, we, we talked about many things last August, Amanda. What are your, your thoughts now? Have you evolved your thoughts about it? Are you still um, buying into the idea that it has not been uh, isolated, it's not been separated and therefore not defined, therefore the, the pandemic is based purely on PCR, te- uh, PCR cases? Well, where do you stand today? So I stand where I stand, stood in the first day. This is a scam from tip to tail. There's no viruses. There never has been any viruses. They've never isolated one, and they never can because it doesn't exist. It's a scam. The whole thing's a scam. The germ theory is a scam. Vaccines are a scam. I've said this for years. There's no, there's no, there's no change because it's true. <laughs> and Del Bigtree, is, Del Bigtree is as controlled op as you want to get. So there's no – you got to understand, they control both sides. He's, mm-hmm. he's a liar. He, he knows the germ theory is false, and he keeps pushing the virus theory. Right there, he should be questioned. His integrity is off. He doesn't care about truth. He doesn't care about justice. He cares about his agenda, his ego, and whatever else he's being paid to say and do. He's just like an Alex Jones. It's the same stuff. These people are co-opted. They're controlled opposition. They're liars. I had nothing to do with them. I will have nothing to do with them. So... That's the truth about Dell and all of those people that are associated with any, anybody who speaks and says there's a virus. There, there's no point to even listening to them. They're full of shit. So it, unless you're talking properly about what is really going on and you understand the science, you're, you're, you're just wasting your time. There's only a handful of us. They're really on the mark about it. Dr. Stefan Lenka did the control experiments, by the way, that the COVID scamdemic should have done at the beginning. They never mm-hmm. did the control experiments. Remember, he was calling for them to do it. Like, if you want to say there's a virus, you better do the control experiments. You can't just not do that. So he said, screw it. I'm going to do them. And he did. And he found, guess what? Takes cells, healthy, normal cells from the body, from animals. They used animal models. They never used human t- tissue, these animal tissue. Put in a Petri dish. They starved the cells. They don't give the proper nutrition. They put in Petri dish automatically. As soon as you remove something from the body, being pleomorphic, it changes its shape. It's not the same thing that came out of the body. So right mm-hmm. there, that's bad signs. So then you, that, but the heat just ex- did exactly how they do it. So take it out of the Petri, put it in the Petri dish, starve it, give it antibiotics, neomycin, okay, which is also kills kidney cells, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, put all kinds of different cells in that mix. Wait. And what do you find when you put it in the, in the PCR technique, which is not a test? 
You find HIV. You find SARS-CoV-2. You find SARS-CoV. You find measles virus. You You find every which kind of virus that you'd like to search for based on your PCR parameters. It's a scam. It's a scam, and it's a cocktail of, from hell, frankly. If you break down the cells, if you break down your own cells, you will get nucleic acid bits portioned off from your cells because they're dead, dying, damaged tissue, and your body will break down <laughs> the tissue. And you go and you take that tissue, and you put it through something, and then you say it's a virus, and it caused the, the, the tissue breakdown. These people are psychos. No, it's, it's going back to the fairy tales and, and the, the reality again, as Annette was talking oh. about. I mean, it's, the whole thing is inverted. It's Absolutely. inverted and it's embarrassing. At this point, it's em- I'm embarrassed for these people that they can't realize that they're doing junk science, that this is scientism. It's, it's not science. They're not doing control studies. They're not looking objectively at their materials that they take out of the body. They're not doing any of that proper science. And so Stefan Lenka has done it. And it's incredible. And he's continuing to do it. And he's the only one that's actually doing proper science at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, the only other people talking about it are Cowan, Dr. Tom Cowan, my friend, Annie Kaufman talking about it. Yes. You know? He and joined us a few, few months ago, actually. Very, very nice guy. Explained it so uh, succinctly. And yeah, I, I I I totally believe that what he's saying is is uh, makes far more sense than than what I'm hearing in most other directions. Yeah, and Kate Sugut, Kate Sugut from from Russia, she's been translating uh, Lanka's work into all languages for all different uh, Slavic countries and things. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're we're trying to you know, and then I even think Sherry Tenpenny was trying to get there somehow. I don't, I don't know if she's trying or. Because she's been in my bad books for so long because she keeps pushing the fake virus thing. Um, but I, I saw the other day she was like sort of trying to, to explain that a little bit. So maybe she's starting to wake up as well because some they just are ignorant or they're stuck in their ways or they don't want to be wrong. So they don't want to go, you know, relook at the information. They don't want to have to backtrack in their books and all of their materials and make corrections. And you know what? It's just okay to be wrong is mm-hmm. how you learn, right? So exactly. It, we all believed in it. I believed in viruses when I was young. Well, why wouldn't I? My parents said they exi- like, why? You know, it's okay. We we all fell for the hoax. But now we got to move forward. Now we got to be brave in it. Now we got to go right to the the fundamental truth. We can't dance around the truth to, so we don't hurt somebody's feelings. That those days are over. You know. Amanda, there is a, a breaking story a few weeks ago in the UK. Uh, there's a um, actually a professional sort of mainstream journalist, a very well-known, well-respected journalist up until now, called Jackie Devoy. And she'd done some research on the, let me just say, the managed express departure of elderly people in care homes and hospitals and so on. The way that they're being put onto a conveyor belt, they are, you know, suspected to have COVID because they had this ridiculous PCR uh, case um, yeah, tool used on them to sort of, you know, boost the cycles and then, you know, basically push them into a group. And then as soon as possible, they are starved, um, water, starved of nutrients. Um, they also then started to give a, a drug called midazolam. And frankly, 
it, it seems that then they're really not trying to look after these these patients or, or, or help them recover. They're really trying to give them uh, what was discussed as uh, a good death. Is there anything of that sort happening in Canada? Have you heard of anything along these lines? Is, is it out in the open there in Canada? Well, they killed all our elders pretty early on, um, you know, so with similar methods. I don't know if they used midazolam, like, mm-hmm. which was the what murdered them, which is what killed them. Basically, like, give, might as well give them a cheap form of heroin and kill them off. Exactly. Um, and then, but in Canada, I don't know what they did. But see, this is a cross-world program, so it's all the same um kind of lineup, right? So here's mm-hmm. your protocol, all comes from the same beast. Um, if they, you know, give them this drug or put them, you know, if they're in pain, give them high doses of morphine or whatever and make sure that they or put them on a ventilator and kill them with the ventilator, uh, mm-hmm. blame it on COVID. Um, you know, that's the I mean they've killed they killed hundreds of thousands of our elders in the in the care homes. Um uh, doing all these different methods and neglect as well, just pure neglect um, and on isolation. You can imagine you're you, once a week or once every couple of weeks, you have an elder in their 80s, let's say, who's already got all kinds of uh, all kinds of drugs and they're all beat up by the medical system already. They're already on, on death's door because they're taking aspirin, they're taking all this poison. And they get to see their grandchild, you know, every couple of weeks or something joyous. And now you take that away from them. What do they have to live for? Nothing. Nothing. So, indeed. So, so the elderly ones have made a early departure, thanks to the uh, what you know we, we trusted to be people who are looking after them, and the our young are being indoctrinated by and kept away from schools and, and social distancing, wearing masks, and you know having these, these awful Zoom education experiences, which. Yeah, basically yeah. it's depriving them from, from any real learning at all, in my opinion. So we're basically breeding a, a generation of zombies, uh, yeah. sort of mindless zombies. I, I didn't have anything, uh, it sounds harsh, but you know, the kids are just absolutely addicted to these, these tablets. And yeah. you know, I've, I've talked about this off, off air with the others, but for example... You know, I, I've been very watchful and mindful about what what apps my kids download. Download, and I, I do not appreciate these games like Fortnite, where you know a, a group of kids from all over the world take on a, a virtual icon, and then the one that survives the killing spree is the winner. Hooray! You know, mm-hmm. what does that do to desensitize people about? Um, being picked off about murder, about planning murder, about ganging up on people. I've, I've been, I've, I've actually said to my kids, you cannot put that on your, your tablet. And they're getting smarter every day. And the other day I saw that they had actually had downloaded it, but not on their tablet. So they didn't quite disrespect me fully. They downloaded it to the t- television game, I said, PlayStation type thing. And guess what? You know, most games on PlayStation cost, you know, what, $60, $100, $150, whatever it is. This game, Fortnite, is totally free. You mm-hmm. can just download it and indoctrinate your kids for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is also another sad reflection. So our elderly are passing early. Our young are being uh, deprived of, of education and becoming addicted on this technology. 
So one of the subjects which we were finding quite sensitive to mention last year, which was if you mentioned COVID and 5G in the same sentence, it was instantly being censored off YouTube at that time. Mm. Uh, but what about 5G? We haven't heard about it very much recently. How is 5G in Canada now? Well, they've done it in the major cities because that's where they're starting their programs, right? They're not putting 5G into the rural areas and so forth because it's very expensive to do right now. They have to uh, restrict uh, trees. They have to tear down trees. They have to have just a short wave, so they, which means it can only travel so far. So it's, it's designed for the Internet of right? And the Internet of Things in their little, like you talk about video games, that's what these nut jobs are trying to do to us is actually – turn us into like living a living video game mm-hmm. uh so the graphene plays into the 5g exactly. where yeah you're you're the 5g pinging off of your net your net inside of you which elon musk musk by the way talked about he said that the um his skylink or whatever his you know stuff he was talking about is actually an injectable he said that on mm-hmm. um, television um so they're they're part of the robotics and the nanotech of the whole smart grid system um and that's what they that's really what they want for control so everything's facial recognition software and and they can shut off things or shut on things as they wish because you're now electrically under their charge right and um, they've lost their free will because they've also been genetically altered, which means they are can be patentable. They're they're now patent a patent under them, so they Indeed. can be uh, no longer a natural entity. Correct. So they've given mm-hmm. their free will completely up. So those who have done that are going to be in that system for as long as it'll play out, which is not sustainable. So it will falter. Um, that's why we have to get out of the way while they do their craziness and self-destruct. Mm-hmm. And for our children, we need to just shield them from it. But keep in mind, they have to have an education as well onto it. So we had to find, it's again, it's a very delicate line to sure. travel. And we also need, you know, if you really restrict something, they want it more. So you have to kind of play, <laughs> not mm-hmm. make it a thing for a lot of the psychology of children. Um, and also, you know, I remember play, I played so many video games when I was a kid. I mean, tons and tons of video games my brother was into it we would play all kinds of games it would be a lovely sunny day where like you know (laughs) building you know building whatever rpgs and stuff so uh, what i'm saying is they'll recover i'm i'm saying it's not all lost i know the tech is really in our face and it's really a problem and we really have to control it and we have to really wise up to it and give all kinds of proper activities to our children um but don't don't feed it as a fear. Know that our children will wise up. They're being given our guidance, right? And as much as I played video games, I stopped. I, 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 I'm not like out there shooting up people, even though I was shooting up people in a video game, you know? So as worrisome as it is, we've had these games for quite a few generations. Um, and we will, we will overcome it and we will find other activities for them to do. I mean, already I have families, local families, and we're starting to do our own get togethers, our own sort of social events and things that we're doing uh, for our children. And it's just taken some time, you know, this last year, I think they've really gotten more addicted to it because there was nothing else to do. So they were on their tablets more and on their computers more and things. So now we break them of the habit and 
it, it can even become boring over time. This, you know, the same thing over and over again is boring. So you introduce something fresh and new, like, you know, ice skating or, <laughs> or going for walks in nature or, you know, buy a dog or I don't know, whatever else you can do to like bring new life into your child's reality, then they're going to, you're going to be able to heal that and switch that out. And, just don't expose them so young. You know, my daughter was not exposed to any of these things until she was at least five. Uh, she never watched television. She never had any of those flickering things in her face. Um, and she'll, we'll get through all of these, you know, entrapments into the system where they're trying to entrap our children by all these lures and they're going to, they'll fall in a little, and we'll pull them out. So you see that, you know, teach them. They're all teachable moments, keep their guts good and keep their minds because they've got their mind, right? So keep their mind clear, keep them away from fluoride, keep them away from GMOs, detox them occasionally, keep them away from the stupid doctors and their stupid shots, and they will rise above. They will figure it out. They're not stupid. We 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 were like them, right? We were thrown into the wolf den <laughs> when we were kids. We didn't know the programming was happening to us. It was, it was you know, just because it was the 80s doesn't mean the programming wasn't there. It was there. You know, they try to program every generation and we overcame. So they'll overcome too. So we just have to continue to be steadfast and grounded and there for them and, and help them and not, you know, help them understand it rather than just restrict it completely because they'll want to drive themselves right toward it. If we do that from, you know, the way kids minds work. So, well, there's, it's bad, but there's worse. (laughs) Not. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've just realized I was muted for the last two minutes when I was trying to talk. Oh, <laughs> no worries. Uh, my own fault, my own fault. But I was just going to say, I totally agree with what you're saying, totally appreciate what you're saying. Uh, the point I was trying to make was the it is far more clear, it is far more vivid, it is far more in our face right now, all of this, than it was in, back in the 80s. Yeah. And therefore, our kids who are around us, they're exposed to what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we're responding to these, you know, ridiculous nonsense lockdown protocols and so on. And they're learning. They're, as you say, they're not, they're, they are smart and they can pick it up and it's much clearer for them now than it was for us back in the 80s, I think. So yeah. I, I believe there is going to be a bright future and they will help lead us forwards. But in yeah. the meantime, we just need to pry the door open a little bit more wake a few more people up and uh, we'll get there and create the world we want to live in. Yes. That's how I feel. Excellent. And well, we Amanda, are at that runway. <laughs> Time to take us out, Timothy. Well, I'm thank not going to do it. Thank you, Amanda. What a great show. Really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's great. It was great to, to have this discussion and, you know, down, it's like a year later and he, would you have thought last year we would have still been, you know, in this, in this place. And uh, it's, it's fascinating where it's headed. Um, I look forward to more conversations and us really um, getting to the next levels of our, um, our spiritual growth and our wonderful um, new civilization that's going to rise from, from these ashes. Here, here. Excellent. Well, we look forward to Thank you very much. And it's a real pleasure to speak with you again. Look forward to the next time. Hear the latest news then. Despite the initial unpleasant realization of the truth, you will see there is light at the end of the tunnel. 
there is an increasing number of respected journalists, writers, politicians, doctors, lawyers, influencers, artists, activists, and innovators who are all wide awake and are already making great impact. All they require from you is to unplug from mainstream and social media propaganda, research, stop acquiescing, and to stand up for what you believe in with respect to others. Remember, you are born with power and you wake up each day with power. It is entirely up to you how you choose to retain or give it away. You've been listening to another live broadcast of The Other Side of the News. The 67th edition is entitled Holistic Living and remains available to all listeners free of charge at www.theothersideofthenews.com. My name is Timothy Saunders, and together with co-host and producer Kintia and co-host and researcher Annette Driscoll, offer special thanks to our guest, Amanda Volmer. We wish you all a very positive week and look forward to reconnecting with you on our next edition next Friday. Good night. <laughs>